during the production of the first Yule Log, the legend goes, the camera crew had removed a fire grate to get a better shot, and sparks burnt through the, their $4,000 carpet. So they're like, oh, no, you can't come back here. You're out of here. They should have filmed that. Welcome to Hey You Know It. My name is Jaquetta Sotmar, and I'm here with my co-host, Katie Kazmier. Hey You Know It is a podcast that tells you how it is or how it should be. You can listen to Hey You Know It on iTunes, a new episode every Monday. And here they are, Jaquetta and Katie. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, and I think Diwali comes on the back of that as well around the same time. And the solstice. And the solstice. So all the holidays. All the holidays, make them happy and merry and and bright, bright. all that kind of stuff. All the fun stuff. Uh, But mostly Christmas is what we're going to be talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, Because that's the most material. (laughs) (laughs) That we have. That's the most material (laughs) that we have. So um, I have some interesting stuff here. One thing I wanted to bring up is uh, this is a sociological look at an increasingly secular holiday. Okay. So when it comes to any articles about demographics, we are always left out mm-hmm. because we are neither baby boomers nor millennials, mm-hmm. and there's no other. Nobody in between. Nobody yeah. else exists. Sorry, people who are younger than millennials. Sorry, silent and great generation. Go F yourselves, along with our generation, Generation X, X nobody cares. So right. this is looking at a, a secular holiday from the point of view of someone who's interested only in millennials mm-hmm. and only in boomers. Yes, right. That's the millennial it, boomer. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Like the the paradigm. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So um, it says Christmas is one of the most widely celebrated holidays in the world. But what are the particularities of it in the United States? Um, so it says, according to Pew Charitable Trusts, when I was a little kid, I always thought that was so funny that someone's Pew. last name was Pew. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how I said it. Um, it says 96% of Christians, no surprise, celebrate Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then 87 people who are not religious, 87% of people who are not religious also mm-hmm. celebrate Christmas. In the United States, 76% of Asian American Buddhists celebrate. Mm-hmm. 73% of Hindus celebrate. 33% of Jewish people celebrate. Uh, and some Muslims. Some Muslims. It says. Okay. Um, the holiday is more likely to be religious for older generations, and by that they mean the boomers, not us, because we, we don't exist. While just over a third of people ages 18 to 29 uh, celebrate Christmas religiously. That's not very many. The 30% of people under... Really? Yeah. A celebra- celebrate it. Re- so once you get past the age of 18, right, so your parents maybe aren't giving you as many presents, mm-hmm. you're maybe not living at home, you have your own household or whatever, um, From it's more like a, a friendly holiday, mm-hmm. like where you get together with people, you have meals, like they participate in the secular aspect of it. 66% of those 65 and older celebrate Christmas as a religious Christian holiday. And for millennials, it says Christmas is cultural rather than a religious holiday. Um, the most common things to do, according to the National Retail Federation, the NRF, you know, <laughs> you know, the most common things that people do are visit family and friends, open gifts, and cook a holiday meal, and watch television. Yeah. It's the kind of It's thing a day you, off. It's, and you're not only just watching television, you're just sitting with people. Yeah, you're sitting and you're with people. chatting also. It said more than half people attend church on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. I am not religious at all, but I have gone to church on Christmas mm-hmm. Eve in New York because they have a nice carol service. Mm-hmm. 
but I have seen some poor behavior. If you are going to church, even if you're not religious, you need to be a little bit respectful. If you are shit faced, as many oh my god, so many people but as many, show up like but that. Yeah. So a lot of Christians go yeah. shit faced too, but pull it together. Yeah. You know, oh, and they they've gone out to dinner, so mm-hmm. they stink of garlic yes. and whatever else. So they smell like the restaurant yeah. and the booze on top. But of in it, New yeah. York, it's also a lot of tourists who are like, "Let's go see what people do in a cathedral," mm-hmm. or "Let's go." It's like just it's not a tour. It's not yeah, a thing. Where it's not a tourist attraction. Yeah. Be respectful. Yeah, there are people performing. The singers are there. There's someone doing a sermon or a meal or whatever. I skip out at that point. Mm-hmm. I'm just there for the singing. Yeah, but you know, keep keep it together. There is a thing also in New York where they're having. Um, Candlelit um, concerts, like Handel's Messiah and stuff like that. Yeah, in in the church, it's only an hour long, but it's all candlelit and it's classical music. Oh, I like that. Yeah, Yeah, get in, get out. Um, More than half people will attend church on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. And when I was growing up, never on Christmas Day. Mm -hmm. Maybe on Christmas Eve. Always on New Year's Eve Mm -hmm. when everyone else was having fun. Um, sixty-five percent of adults will send a holiday card. More uh, older people are more likely to do so. Seventy-nine percent of people put up a Christmas tree. Uh, more so if you're rich. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> um, just and this was surprising for me. Just five to six percent travel long distance by air for Christmas. Oh. I thought it was more because they always portray it as like this <laughs> crazy. You know, the airports are going nuts, all that kind of stuff. I have never been in the airport on Christmas Eve. Have you? Or around Christmas, have you? No. I sometimes fly on Christmas Day because it's nice. The airports are empty. You get free stuff. Everyone's relaxed because everyone's where they're supposed to be already. Yeah. People who are flying on Christmas Day. What kind of free stuff do you get? Like, sometimes on the airplane, they might give you a drink. Oh, okay. You know, or people are just generally merrier okay it's christmas and sometimes the people who are working on christmas in the in the airports they don't celebrate or they're just like happy to be there it's fewer people yeah um long distance and travel increases 23 percent, but it's mostly by car mm-hmm. another thing i don't do mm-hmm. on christmas around christmas holidays is get into my car and try to travel anywhere oh actually i like driving on christmas on the day itself on the day because i go in the morning and it's like everybody is at home still. Okay, uh, presents. Yeah, and you can get stuff open. done. But in the evening, forget it. Yeah. Uh, 16% of people carol. Oh. I know. I have never... That that was something when I was growing up, I always thought, okay, one day I'm going to go to a white suburb and I'm going to see these people carol. No, I've never seen anybody come to the What I was going to say is a lie. Yeah. It's something you see in television. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a lie. That's like any town, Main Street, and people are, are... And in my mind, and even though this was in the 80s, in my mind, the white people I envisioned were dressed like it was like 18. Like yeah, they were that's di- what you're supposed to They were to Dickensian. Doing, yeah. yeah, Dickensian carolers. But I always... Even it, though most of my friends weren't even here then. It stressed me out, like thinking somebody would come to the door singing, because I didn't know what I was supposed to do. Like stand there and I smile. Beam. Do I give them something? I don't know. What's the what's the etiquette? I don't know. Nobody came, so... <laughs> like, get the F out of here. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you supposed to give them a drink? Yeah, but like... I'll just give them a bottle of wine and just shove them. Go. Just go into the next one. But, like, how do you know that they're coming? How do you prepare for this? I do guess you, you always have, like, you, cider on the stove? You or? hear it softly in the background. Like, here we go, a waffling. And just gets closer and closer oh, until it's a casimere door. And then you have to stand there and just, like, hmm. Can you do a request? Freebird. Yeah, right. <laughs> <Free bird. laughs> so... <laughs> 
It said universally, regardless of your age, gender, your religion, you like to eat Christmas food. That's what oh. Everyone in America enjoys holiday foods, whether they're celebrating the holidays or yeah, not, yeah. overwhelmingly. Um, and it says most people don't really... if you The people who are enthusiastic about the other Christmas activities are people who are religious. You know, because it's the birth of their savior. Yeah. Right? They're excited about it. So they think. Yeah. Women look forward to the holiday traditions more than men. Mm-hmm. And I thought this was interesting. They said because the mundane tasks that you do during the rest of the year, the cooking, the cleaning, the receiving people, the greeting, the giving gifts, all that kind of stuff for women, and during the holiday season, it's merrier. Yeah. And it's, it's I think also, too, it's more appreciated. Mm-hmm. And it's just more fun. But they're saying at the same time, men are like, man, I don't do this shit in the rest of the year. Why do I have to do it now? So they're not as into it. Um, so the, the women are surrounded by a Christmas glow, and cleaning may seem more appealing. Making food may seem more appealing. These basic kind of things, but for dudes, mm-hmm. not so much. Millennials are the most likely to buy gifts, but the least likely to be religious okay. around Christmas. And they're the least likely to send Christmas cards, although the majority still do. So most people send Christmas cards. Oh, really? Because yeah. I, I don't... Who's sending me cards? Nobody. No, I don't... I mean, I, I think you sent me a card once. Yeah, I, I send give cards. You, we give each other cards. I know, but I like a card in the mail. Okay, I'll, I'll, noted. Um, <laughs> Did I say that in a surly way? <laughs> no. Uh, for listeners. I like a card in the mail. I do. Care of how you know it. Yeah. Um, they say in 2016... $665 billion was spent during November and uh, December on holiday things. The average uh, f- per person is $589 for gifts, $796 um, total, and out of that, 589 go to gifts. That's quite a lot mm-hmm. for the holidays. Uh, candy and food, about $100 people spend. Wow. Um, $50 on greeting cards, postage, flowers, and potted plants. $50 each. Per, like, average per okay. person. Um, and then $2.2 billion was spent in 2016 on 40 million Christmas trees. 67% real, 33% fake. Wow. I don't understand how people, like, how the fake tree market keeps going. Like, once you've got it. Yeah, but people don't store them right. And they get bent, and then they're, they're like, dirty because they're not covered. So then you have a dusty old tree, and you're like, this is nasty. And then you throw it out and, and order a new one. And you get a new one, yeah. Oh, they're not supposed to be disposable. They're supposed to be fake. I know. <laughs> like, I know, but I, I am coming from my own experience. You've seen this. I've seen this. You see, like, the fake tree, you're like, half of the boughs are missing. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, what's I've going on? I think I worked in a nightclub, and they had a tree, and then I had to take down the fake tree and put it away. And I was just like... I don't even. I was young. <laughs> I also, too, shoved it away. To yeah. your to your credit, they were harder to. Now they have ones that basically are like an umbrella. Yeah, yeah that yeah. you can like pop up. Yeah, but I remember the guy the next year that had to pull it out was like, "Oh, Katie, you put this tree away." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah." I just shoved it in a corner. It's fine. He's like, "Yeah, I know." Yeah, <laughs> I know. So. In terms of giving gifts, uh, the following. 61% give clothing or accessories. 56 gift cards or certificates. 44% media, mm-hmm. like video games, uh, books, music. I thought that would be more. Uh, toys, 42%. Food and candy, 31 Consumer electronics, 30 Personal care and beauty, 25 I thought people would give more of that, too. Uh, jewelry, 21 Home decor, 20 Cash, 20%. I like cash. 
uh, and sporting goods and leisure items, 17%. So 20% of all people give just straight up mm-hmm. card hold. Cold, cold hard. hard cash. Cold hard cash. Hard cold. For the, uh, for the holidays. Hard cold. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, people are really stressed out by this giving culture because of the money that goes into it. And they said household waste, and this is really disappointing, increases by 25% between Thanksgiving and New Year's. Um, and 1 million tons per week going to landfill mm. from holiday stuff. I try, uh, so Katie and I have a sort of tradition of reusing the bag. <laughs> yes. Katie gives me a gift in a bag one year. I I fold that bag nicely, carefully, sometimes the paper as well. Yes. And I I give it back. Yes. And I'm like, God damn it. (laughs) It's a nice bag. And I think who better to give it back to? Than me. Than a person who obviously likes this paper bag. Because you picked it out for me. I did pick it out for me. And and I do do like... Wrapping yes, and, all and this that. way I know that you're getting a wrapping that you like <laughs> because you picked it up. I was hoping that you'd send it to somebody else. They don't deserve it. I'm not giving it to them. Oh, Some God. people, I just put it in your hand. <laughs> That's with a thank you. All right, what do you have? I know we've talked about the Yule mm-hmm. log before, but I didn't really realize. I think we talked about Yule. I don't know if we talked about the log. No, the particular. log itself. I'm talking about the, the video. The TV show for the Yule Log. Yule Log, the show. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so basically, on Christmas Eve, you can turn on uh, like it used to be like PIX Channel Eleven in yeah. New York. You could turn it on, and it's just like the video of this. everyone's got it now. I've seen one. There's one already up on Roku. It's just yeah. a, a log channel. Yeah, it's just basically a fireplace with a, a log in it, and it's burning. Yeah, and so you can have this, and if you don't have a fireplace, or you just think it's funny. <laughs> My but thing it's mesmerizing. Is, it's mesmerizing, but my television is so big that it's a little arresting. It's, <laughs> it's, a, giant, it's a giant. It's like a redwood on fire. Yeah, so basically it came about that, like, this has been a tradition, like, you have a Yule log and yeah. you burn it and you keep burning it for 12 days. Yeah. And it's a whole thing. I think the, the TV tradition was like, we're on vacation, there's no one here, we got one guy and... And Jimmy's putting on the log. Yeah. Right? Let that run so for 24 hours. how it started the show, it was Christmas Eve. Is it really a show? I call it the show. Okay. The Yule Log Show. It's coming on. <laughs> They're lighting it. So Christmas Eve in 1966, it looked grim. The regular Saturday what night looked grim. television program. Okay. Because it was Christmas Eve and whatever they were supposed to do. Um, there was college basketball that was suspended mm-hmm. due to the holidays. I mean, are people supposed to be doing other things on Christmas Eve, even in the 60s? Yeah, I know. And other people have better things to do on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Uh, but still... Those who turned into the local broadcast on WPIX would face an hour and a half of nothing. They had nothing for an hour and a half. I remember that. Sometimes it was just fog. Yeah. Right? And white noise. And then there was supposed to be a roller derby at 1130. And the president president of the station suggested that the station would announce the cancellation of all programming um, that evening in order to present a WPIX Christmas card to the viewers. What a spin, Oh, my right? God. Some Mad Men shit. Yeah, so they're like, knock out the roller derby and let's do a Christmas card yeah. to our viewers. Hey, Ted, you were here. 
Let the plebs watch this. Yeah, so it was a close-up shot of a cheery fireplace, complete with Christmas stockings and a flaming Yule log, which would be repeated by a looping process over and over again. Mm-hmm. So um, that one, it had Christmas music in the background. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so USA. it would be a comforting holiday backdrop for the New Yorkers, apartment dwellers with no fireplace of their own. Mm-hmm. So they debuted it on Christmas Eve in 1966. It ran commercial free for three hours. And it was a hit. Right off the bat. How do they know? Were people writing it? My God, this Yule log, you wouldn't believe. A piece a piece fell off in yeah. minute five. Yeah, and it won a regular time slot. What? And then other U.S. cities picked it up, and they either got that same footage or did their own, and they adopted it. Why this. would they take someone else's? You can't get your own damn Yule log. I know. I How will, cheap are you? Because it had its throwbacks. The original footage, it was 16-millimeter footage, shot, oh, okay. and it was shot in Gracie Mansion. That's okay. where the, the mayor of New York lives. They let them set up a camera real yeah, fast. Yeah, a home of New York mayor. At that time, it was John Lindsay. Okay. It was only 17 seconds long, and the flames skipped noticeably every time it looped. <laughs> Classy. So in 1970, when that film that was deteriorating, mm-hmm. uh, they decided to reshoot the video in a six-minute, 35-millimeter loop, and they went to the mayor's office for permission. Again, they filmed at Gracie Mansion, mm-hmm. but they were denied. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even tell it's at Gracie Mansion. It's yeah. just a tight shot. Yeah, it's not because it, so they so the <laughs> during the production of the first year log, the legend goes, the camera crew had removed. A fire grate to get a better shot, and sparks burnt through the, their four thousand dollar carpet. So they're like, "No, you can't come back here. You're out of here." They should have filmed that. So basically, <laughs> in 1970, the one that viewers are most familiar with, it was filmed in California in a fireplace. <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> and it ran till 1989. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So it went on, and people were doing their own thing, and it's just like basic. Uh, they called it comfort food for television. Okay. Yeah, it's slow tell it's slow TV. There's a channel on Roku, it's slow TV. It's they have strapped on the front of a train going through like Norway a camera. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Okay. And it's like eight hours of that. It's not bad. You can also watch people knit. Yeah. You I've seen some slow TV where it's um you know, basically it's like bodega cat. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's like a scene and sometimes a cat comes through. Yeah. Or does something. There's also channels um, on Roku that are just puppies or just kittens. Sometimes they do things. Sometimes mm-hmm. they don't. You know? I guess people just want to look at things. Yeah, and just, it, it's calming. Yeah, it's, it's relaxing. It's soothing to the nervous system. So I put on, sometimes there's a, a fish tank mm-hmm. that you can watch. There's like a channel for that. And it's just like nice in the background. The fish mm-hmm. go by. And if you're not paying attention, it does seem like it's an endless... You know, thing. obviously it's a loop. Yeah. But, yeah, whatever. And imagine the horror of people who are going out there and creating this scripted television with big budget sets and some assholes at home watching mm-hmm. Yule Log. Yeah. <laughs> like, after you've tried so hard mm-hmm. to bring them the best entertainment that you possibly could, like a mm-hmm. Christmas Eve extravaganza. And they're like, nah, just put, put Log on. Put the Log See on. See what that's up to. See what she's up People to. People love the log. Yeah. I wish someone would stoke it. Like, I need more activity mm. for mine. Like, maybe a, a piece falls out. Will it burn? Who Ooh, knows? Right. Mystery log. Right? Suspense. <laughs> Suspense. Um, or maybe there's, like, a Christmas stocking hanging too close to the fire. 
will it go up in flames? Right, right. Or, or, or won't it? Tune in. That's too nerve-wracking. Oh, right. That would be mine. That would be like <laughs> suspenseful log burning. So Katie brought this to my attention via a text. Uh, and it is the the opening to our the segment about which I would be remiss if I didn't bring if I didn't bring it up. It's the Hallmark TV originals. Yes. It has yes. the longest preamble opening ever. Um, you can earn a thousand dollars to binge watch Hallmark Christmas movies. Um, a tech company, CenturyLink, is going to pay one lucky person $1,000 to binge watch movies leading up to the holiday. You need to fill out an application, and all you have to do, and they say all you have to do, but this is difficult, is watch 24 Christmas movies in 12 days and write about them on social media. That's Which, hard. It is hard. And it's hard. It's going to be hard for the average person. Yeah, to do it's this. for, and it's not just a regular watch. It's like a close watch. Yeah, you have to really make notes during the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, you have to know what's going on. It's a lot of work for a thousand dollars. Yeah, just think if you, if like a writer, what, what do you get? Fifty an hour? Yeah, maybe seventy-five. Yeah, but for 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 Hallmark, I want more. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it's Hallmark. You know what I mean? And like you're, this you're isn't like you know Joe Schmo down the street who just needs me to write a little copy for mm-hmm. his pet store, right? Or whatever. This is like a major channel, and all they have is a thousand dollars. So that's my first problem. Problem. It, yeah. But it's two a day, and write about them on social media. Um, they are, they want to critique. I'm sure they don't. I'm sure they don't want to critique. <laughs> I am sure they don't. To apply for the job, you need to explain why you're perfect for it. Make a short video showcasing your Christmas spirit. I, this is too much already it's too much for a thousand dollars. You have to yeah. be eighteen years old, love Christmas, and be willing to document eighteen the movie. years old or over. Yes, you just can't be eighteen. It old says eighteen years. I'm just reading the press release. Okay, eighteen years old at least. Sorry, I left it out. Okay, at least eighteen years old, love Christmas, and be willing to document. The movie watching process on social media. By the way, people are doing this for free already, Hallmark. Mm-hmm. You just need to link up with these people. People are always reviewing your products mm-hmm. online. Um, they will create a perfect movie setting. Access to Hallmark movies. Now you have to show you the movie. <laughs> Plus, cocoa, cookies, fairy lights, and a Christmas tree, and more Hallmark swag than you could ever need. So I guess all of the sentimental cards, ornaments, mm-hmm. globes, that you shake, things you can wind up. You know, every time I get stuff like that, I'm like, who can I give this to? Yeah, keep it in the box. Move it on. Um, If this sounds like too good to pass up, apply here, right? Uh, So I'm not going to apply for the job. I'm just going to go ahead and do this for them for free because I'm generous. Yeah. (laughs) And so these are three Hallmark TV originals that I will not be watching this Christmas. Um, One, the first one is called Right Before Christmas. That's right... W-R-I-T-E. Oh. Movie centers around recently single, ding, 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 because you got to be single, Fire. Jessica. Yeah, firefighter. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wait for it. Recently single, who sends Christmas cards to people who have impacted her life, the aunt who raised her, her younger brother in the military, a pop star who was part of the soundtrack of her life, the music teacher who inspired her, and the best friend who always tells the truth. That's it. Oh, really? So the main thing of this is that she's single, and she's writing cards to people who have helped her. Okay, so I we've got a music teacher, so she has a musical ability. She's yeah. writing the pop star, so I she's going to uh, meet the pop star. She's super patriotic because her brother's in the military. Uh-huh. Um, 
and then the best friend. It's her song about the USA. Yeah. That's going to go a pop viral sensation. Yeah. And her best friend's like, yeah, this is good. You can believe me because I always tell the truth. Starring Tori DeVito and Chad Michael Murray. No. We've yeah. got Chad Michael Murray? Mm -hmm. Oh, God, that's a good one. That's a high budget. Yeah. No mention of what he's going to be doing in the film. He's the firefighter. <laughs> yes, he's the newly single widowed right. firefighter from out of town. Who moves to town. Who moves to town. Right. Uh, here's another one I won't be watching. Graceland. Christmas at Graceland. Colon. Oh. Now, you know it's going to be good because they just could stop the title there. Home for the Holidays. Wait a minute. Okay. You, you're going to like this one. World Traveler Harper. Single. Uh, returns to Memphis for the holidays and nannies for nannies as a verb for wealthy widower. Ding ding ding! All right, so we've got we have a, a worldly woman who mm -hmm. can't catch a dick apparently. Um, this wealthy widower Owen. Mm -hmm. That's just while waiting a news about a job overseas. Okay. So she's hoping to get back out of America, she's but get the hell out. This yeah. sweet sweet D is going to keep her close to home as they grow close. Harper encourages Owen to break out of his routine and spend more time with his own kids. Slash her. My own. Mm -hmm. While Owen encourages Harper to have confidence. This is a woman who has traveled the world mm -hmm. and has applied for jobs overseas. Comes back, gets a job right away working for a rich person, but has no confidence. No confidence whatsoever. Well, Just she's single. Oh. I think I mentioned that. Um, Harper and Owen <laughs> prepare for a joint event at Graceland because she's not only a nanny, but she's also now a, um, she does fundraising and event planning. But no confidence. Wait, and this is Graceland? Mm-hmm. Memphis, Tennessee? Hold it. Oh. Hold on for it. Featuring a fundraiser for Owen's company and an Elvis at Christmas exhibit that Harper is producing. Okay. Uh, they develop feelings for each other. Sure. Who knew? Harper realizes how much she enjoys living near family. Who knew? And they take it to the jungle room. Yes, <laughs> and must decide if her home for the holidays will be her forever home. Starring Caitlin Doubleday. Adrian Grenier and Priscilla Presley. Priscilla no. Presley just filmed this in her own damn house. Probably rented out her house. Priscilla was... Presley's involved in this? Yes. Christmas at Graceland. This is a big ad for Graceland. I've been to Gra Have you been to Graceland? <laughs> I was there when I was 21 and um, went on the tour. And my friend and I were talking to the tour guide. When the tour was over, we're still talking. And she's like, look. There's Elvis's aunt. She still lives here, and she's like, she was sitting outside, and she waved to us, and we waved to her. I yeah. They're showing the woman's home. Yeah, yeah. I have no uh, surprise, surprise. Like many African Americans, no, I don't really care about Elvis that much. Some of his stuff is good, but I don't want to go see his house. Was it like a split level ranch or something? No, it's. I think there's levels to it. I God, but I remember the the thing was each room is decorated different. It has a theme of. Elvis? No. Of like, one is the jungle room, and it's decorated like a jungle. That's just tacky. Another one is decorated like a, whatever the thing was. I forget what they all are. You know, because money and success do not equal class. Exactly. That's what you, uh, and then here's the last one. Cherished memories, colon. Mm -hmm. A gift to remember, wait for it, to. This is part two. Okay. Of part the, the Cherished Memories series. A year after Darcy ran over Aiden. His amnesia is gone, but not their love. Wait, she ran over him? In um, Cherished Memories 1. Oh, okay. So she ran she over ran him, him down. and gave him amnesia. Single ladies, that's one way to get a man. Take note. Yeah, run him down. Run him down, destroy his memory. And, then and when he wakes up, be like, we were about to get married. 
Overboard him. Okay. Now she's gotten him a first edition signed copy of his favorite book, Patricia Highsmith's Found on the Street. What? What is... Wait, I'm, I'm not following this. Is there, So the, the book title is... Is Found on the Street by, by Patricia Highsmith. Okay. I, I know. I think it's funnier if it's Bush, Patricia Highsmith is found on the street. That's what I was like. What is going on here? For Christmas. Who's on the street? Is it the book or the person? Which Does is she have amnesia too? Which is perfect because that's where she found him under her bicycle. I can't even with this. Aiden's also creating a wonderful gift for Darcy, a carved replica of her hometown. Who is this man? But what is it made out of? Just like the one her dad carved. Out of what? For her mother. Out of wood? I don't I hope Soap? so. Butter. Ice? I don't know. Memories. <laughs> Twist ties? Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know. Like what do you do making this out of? I don't know. Marble? Shoes. I don't know. Weaves. Whatever. <laughs> but but Aiden's gift, which includes a carving of Darcy's beloved rec center. These people couldn't be more basic. This smells like pumpkin spice. Oh, God. And Uggs. Okay. Which includes carving Darcy's beloved rec center, which is in jeopardy of closing. Oh. Uh, holds another big surprise, which just might sweep her off her feet. Bitch, you ran down the guy. He lost his memory. He regained it. You're together. He's carving you a town. I can't. Is it life-size? Is it... He's carving you a town. You haven't been swept off your feet. I can't. You haven't been swept off your feet yet? What more does he have to do for your basic mind? Carvings. I still am stuck carving. on How much? I, how much of this film do you think is carving? Oh, my God. How long does it take him to do this? I have no idea. How big is this town? Is, is he wearing a shirt while he's carving? Oh. You know? I mean, carving is one thing. I, I, you know what? Let's see some planing. Let's see some planing. That's more interesting. Yeah, <laughs> like, is he carving? Uh, or is he carving with like Japanese wood carving tools? How big what is the music town? Music is playing in the background. Where Pony? in the like holy? A magic mic? <laughs> where in the holy hell are they going to put this thing in their house? Genuine is playing in the background. Yes. <laughs> you know that would be our movie. Fuck it. It's genuine. It's just genuine. Yeah. He is actually. It's being played by Aiden. We're going to turn it from Aiden to Jaden, and it's genuine is playing it. Okay. Starring Ali Liebert, Peter Porte, and Tina Lifford. Good. In Cherished Memories, A Gift to Remember, Part Dieu. Part Dieu. <laughs> All right, what do you have? I have some Christmas superstitions. Okay. Okay. Don't carve a rec center. Yeah. Okay, so there's... Really, he's carving... A replica of the town. You're listening to Hey You Know It with Jaquetta Sotmari and Katie Casimir. We're telling you how it is and how it should be. Superstitions are associated with all, nearly all major holidays and festivals. Okay. And Christmas is no exception. All right. Just one yeah, day Christmas ain't getting out of it. Woo. No one is know for sure as to when these came into existence. Just no, some... people do know for sure, yes, and they're they too lazy do. to Just look it up. start. Start. In media res, people. Get into the traditions. Yeah, nobody knows. But Make... I'm just, just going to jump in. Why isn't this just a listicle? 
they all there are reasons behind all of these yes. and they're just this person but, is too lazy yeah they haven't looked into it and why even say it I haven't okay. done the work I spent 20 minutes looking at my feet <laughs> and this is due okay Okay, so basically, the first person who opens the door during the early Christmas morning should shout, Welcome, Father Christmas, to Welcome Christmas. Really? Yeah. I mean, say it again. Uh, to the FedEx guy? Like, what's happening? When you open the door in the morning. No matter who it is. You just, no, you just open the door and you say, Welcome, Oh, you Father. shout into yeah. the hallway. That's yeah, not or outside. Be- I'm going to open the door on Christmas morning and shout, Cello! Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Just shut the door. Let my neighbors deal with it. Just leave that out there. Let them deal with it. Okay, so we all know that if if someone avoids the kiss under the mist, the mistletoe, they'll have bad luck, which is kind of like, that's... It is actually my superpower. Avoiding I, the kiss? Yes, under the mistletoe. Yeah. I can spot a mistletoe like 50 paces. Am I getting oh, stuck dude. under there? No, yeah. Hell you don't no. know, because that's like... You don't know who's going to be under there. So that's that's like assault. Yes. But you can't avoid it. You're going to have bad luck. Oh, oh my yeah. God. We dodged that, that thing like, yeah. like the Matrix. It's like predators made that up. <laughs> yes. Sexual predators made up the whole thing. The best of the guys that have the a mistletoe belt buckle. I'm like, wow, that's classy. Yeah. And probably works. You're like, bad luck if you don't. Well, you know what? I put some lipstick on my on my shoe, so how's that going to work? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not into that mistletoe stuff. That's right. You should put a pair of lips on yeah, the Yeah, I'm going to put it right on the tip. Go, oh, here. On a wingtip. Yeah. <laughs> Just let her fly. All right. Oh, okay. Oh, gosh. Here we go. About the caroling, like we were talking okay. about earlier. What happens if people come to you and if you're caroling? Yeah, now we know what to do. What do we do? No, if you turn them away without food or money or drink, you're bound to suffer bad luck for the rest of the year. They're probably going to come back pissed. The carolers are back again. Oh, I think the mistletoe guy with the mistletoe and his belt buckle is one step ahead of you because they say, <laughs> <laughs> never give shoes to any of your loved ones during oh. Christmas. <laughs> okay. Right. If you do that, the particular person can walk out of your life in the future or Dang. give you a good kick. Or give you a good kick. Okay. Um, Holly is brought during Christmas to protect family members from witches. Oh, come on. Oh, really? The Christmas witch. Christmas witch. Actually, there is a, in Italy, there's a Christmas witch who comes to your But does she house. do good stuff? Yeah. Okay. I could talk about her. Does she come and remove mistletoe? That's what mine would do. <laughs> Oh, God. They say cakes were usually eaten on the first on Christmas Eve in the 19th century. However, it was believed that it would bring bad luck if cut before the day dawned. Who was doing that? Like, what asshole was getting up in the middle of the night to get a piece of cake? That's only something that the person who bakes the cake is like, if you cut this before everybody else is up and ready to eat, death. Yeah, right? That's what they had to do yeah. because people would get up and eat all the good stuff. To bring good luck... Fish scales would be placed under dinner plates. That's nasty. I hope I don't see that. Fish scales don't look cute. A lot of no, people don't. now, so when I was growing up, and I don't know if this was the case for you, we used to clean our own fish because we would get them very fresh. And I distinctly remember fish scales, there's always one somewhere. You could never get rid of them oh, if yeah, you have to yeah. scale your own fish. I haven't done they, that. They, get, they kind of flank. Yeah, they, but I haven't done that in... 30 years, 35 years. Like, I haven't. You're still finding them? No. <laughs> no. But I mean, like, I haven't descaled a fish in that long because everything you buy now is already it's scaled. Yeah. Scaled, which is fine. But it's just like a weird, you know, I just, I don't know. It's a Proustian moment. All right, whatever. Here is alcohol consumption is not allowed on the Christmas Eve. Who? False. 
false. Is that was I it, say false? I'm sorry. Is that a, it's a true or false now? Or you just I adding just that in? added that in because that's. I say no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're a two issue party. No wormholes. Right. And no, well, yeah, no prohibition on drinking alcohol on right, Christmas right. Eve. In Greece, some people burn their old shoes during the Christmas season to prevent misfortune in the coming year. What kind of I, shoe is this? I, they're old ones, but they must stink. Yeah. And yeah, the rubber sole. No thanks. No, don't burn those. Maybe it's a maybe it's a wood shoe, so that they can burn it down. Yeah, but it's like <laughs> why would you do, would that? do that? Yeah. I've never heard that before. Yeah, I'm gonna ask Greek that. people. You have a Greek husband. Yeah, but I don't think I, I've never seen him burn down a shoe. Mm. <laughs> You know, I've never seen that happen. And I've never heard him speak of his people burning shoes. You never saw his people burn a shoe? No, I've never heard of that before. Okay. All right. Apparently, the gates of heaven open at midnight on Christmas Eve. and those For how who, long? It's, well. I'm going to slide up in that mansion. And those who die then go straight to heaven. Uh, you got to time it. Uh, well, <laughs> you got to time it right. Oh, God. Oh, this is a hard one to do. Okay. Because you have to be organized. All right. The Yule log should be lit by a piece of the log used on the previous Christmas. Yeah, I've heard that. Once that is done, no evil spirit can enter into the house. The remains of the Yule log were also considered lucky and would be protection against lightning or fire. But you have to, like, save that piece. Yeah, you got to put that piece in a jar and don't let someone use it for something else or just throw it out. Like, what's this old nasty burnt piece of log? Like, I don't know. It's like, no, it's the Yule log. Party's over. Don't. don't don't do it. So I've um, the advent calendar is something that um, you may be familiar with. I am familiar with the advent. I calendar. had I always had the same one. It was like Stouffer's or something like that. The you get stuffing. No, there's a macaroni and cheese. What's the what's what the um, Stouffer's? It's no. a candy company, isn't it? Stouffer's. No, you're talking about like um. What is the name of that? Chocolate. It's not good chocolate. And they used to make the little four pack. I thought it was Stouffer's. It's not Stouffer's. Well. It's not Stouffer's. Stouffer's anyway. is frozen meals. No, it's also, it's, but I think they also make the advent calendars. In the game. Whatever. It's shitty chocolate that I grew up with. Yeah. It was oily, not very good, but every yeah. day you got a small piece of unappetizing chocolate. Yeah, but it was great. And it was great. And that was the advent calendar. So these are some adult advent calendars. Okay. Um, and it's interesting because, once again, if I were a really religious person, this kind of stuff would drive me insane. Mm-hmm. Because it's like the advent calendar, you're supposed to be counting down to the birth of Christ. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're spared. <laughs> yeah. All of these things, ha- you know, have a religious uh, background. But it says, long gone are the advent calendar days when kids count down to Christmas with a variety of chocolate and, and sweets. They're not long gone. Mm-hmm. People still do that. Now advent calendars are making a comeback. With beauty products, rarities, and even booze. So here are some that I picked out. Joe Malone, the high-end fragrance company. Oh. For $450, you can get 24 signature products, colognes, bath and body goodies, in an advent calendar. Oh. Yeah. Tiffany advent calendar. Take luxury to the next level. It's five feet tall of the blue boxes. Pinnacle luxury. And it's filled with silver cups. 18 karat gold bracelets. Wow. Jewelry, other jewelry, home goods, and yes, diamonds. Wow. Starting at $112,000. If you're interested, you have to ask them. You have to ask them. Yeah. You can't, 
it's not there to. It's Basically, the all they do is they take twelve boxes, stick them together, and then put whatever you want inside. Yeah. But honestly, if I were the kind of person who were getting a Tiffany advent calendar, I don't. I think I would just open all the boxes. Yeah, and just be like, I need twelve boxes every also, day for twelve there's days. There's a hundred and twelve thousand dollars minimum of things sitting in my house piled up, and I'm not going to open and it. And I'm not going to open it. <laughs> you know. In any case. Here's a Diptyque Advent Calendar, $425. It's 25 products, even though they're only, what, 12 mm-hmm. days? Is the Advent 12 days or is it? 12 days. It's 12 days, all right. David's 24 Days of Tea. So okay. tea and a tea bag each day. That's not bad. It's, not, it's a good one. Um, 12 Days of Roses, $250. Each day the Advent Calendar is filled with a petite, uniquely colored rose. And they're treated in... Um, Venus E.T. Fleur style to last until the next holiday grows around. So these are like freeze-dried but well-preserved roses. Okay. They're really expensive. And I'm like, dude, just go out and get a rose. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> like, Why do you have to do, you do know, this? Like go you, do this machination. Well, stuff. it's the kind of thing where, because once again, we are, you know, city people. I don't have room in my house to be keeping this kind of stuff around. You can't. Like, it's too fragile. And then what am I going to do with it? If I leave it out all the time, it's going to get dusty. You yeah. try to dust it, it's going to get, so forget it. Um, here's another one. Macy's Wine Cellar. Ooga. A wine advent calendar. Finally. Yeah. Finally. Something that we can get The behind. reason for the season. $140. 24 quarter bottles of some of the world's most loved varieties. Okay. Bordeaux. Super Tuscan. Not that regular Tuscan. Oh, super Tuscan. Bubbly Prosecco and Rich Rioja, among many. And then, then this is where, Okay. Men, it's just not fair for men sometimes, right? So you heard all of these offerings before. They're clearly, a lot of them are for women. Yeah. Men's advent calendar. What do you think is in it? Uh, beer. Socks. socks. Not even beer. <laughs> they get socks. And I know for a fact that men hate to get socks. Really? Yes. Yeah. Like 12 pairs of socks from, sorry, 24 pairs of socks from Neiman Marcus at a price of $475. No, thank you. Really? Don't need that many socks. Does any man not have enough socks to cover his feet? And he needs 24 pair? Wow. Again, having lived with men, and you live with men too, yeah. these socks can be all over the damn place. Oh, God. Yeah, it's like keep them. They better be 24 of the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they better be 24 of the same. Because they're going to get lost. they have to look dramatically different. Because one thing I've learned about being married to a man who wears professional, like men's professional socks. <laughs> <laughs> Like, socks that you would wear with, like, dress shoes. A professional sock model. He's lawyer, philanthropist. Sock model. Samurai sock model. That's right. Um, A lot of men's socks look eerily similar, but they're not exactly the same. Oh, it's and it drives nightmare. people crazy. Yeah. They're like, it's argyle, but this argyle's a little bit darker than this one, whatever. So that's uh, 500 bucks, basically, for the socks. And then... And I, I told this to Greg last night because we go to Aldi's all the time. It's like a discount uh, store, a European store that sells really good food. And he was like, it's already sold out. It's a wine advent calendar, $69.99, right? 24 individual bottles of wine from around the world, from South Africa to Australia. Last year sold out. Then um, this, when it hits stores... And this year it hit stores on November 6th, and I was told that it's already gone. Wow. He was like, this is BS. There's no advent calendar. I'm like, maybe it's sold out. 
So these are some adult advent calendars. Wow, those are those are pretty cool. Yeah, for the twelve drunken, sock filled, beauty and overpriced jewelry days of Christmas. <laughs> That's, Huzzah! Yeah. Huzzah! Express your love, everyone. Express your love <laughs> through your wallet with money. All right, what do you have? I have. I've never heard of this. Little Christmas. Excuse me. I'm not even going to say what I think it might be. Mm, you don't even. <laughs> you're not going to know. <laughs> So, Little Christmas, or Women's Christmas, huh? it's called. Yeah. Also known as Old Christmas. It's like, AKA Lil Christmas, AKA Old Christmas. Women's Christmas. All. Yeah. All right. It's one of the traditional names among Irish Christians and Amish Christians for January 6th. Two groups who generally have zero in common. I can't think <laughs> of two groups of white people. Were less alike. Yeah, the Irish and the Amish. But they do celebrate this. So how much you wonder about the Amish? You're like, no, we don't. No, we do not. Now that we know the Irish do, yeah, forget it. They got it from us. It's more widely known as the Feast of the Epiphany. Mm -hmm. It's celebrated twelve days after Christmas Day, which is the traditional end of the Christmas season. Okay. Okay. So yes, the Epiphany. All right. So here we are. So the women's, <laughs> here we are. women's Little Christmas, the mm -hmm. Feast of the Epiphany. Women's Little Old Christmas. Yeah. It's traditionally when the nation's women folk, absolutely exhausted after all the festive cooking and housework, were given shagged out their annual day off. One day. Yeah. So this is the 6th, and the men of January, men would do a bit around the house. So the A other, bit. Yeah. So their other halves could go out for a bite to eat, a few drinks, and generally be able to let loose without worrying that, that everything would go to ruin after their brief absence from their homestead. So what day is this? This is January 6th? Uh-huh. I like it. Let's bring this back. Yeah. So there's <laughs> there's footage of, you know, women just, like, going out to- Going nuts. And being like, <laughs> yeah. with their drinks, like, yay, because they're the ones- that are doing all the cooking yeah. and cleaning. And imagine the back season. then, it, like to prepare some of those meals was really, you know, days of preparation. Mm -hmm. And this, these are the women who may have slaughtered the hogs themselves, yeah. have to dress it themselves, and you clean know, and clean and yeah. everybody and make sure everybody has everything. Yeah. Like, it, like December is like a lot of work. It was a big part of your job as a homemaker. Right. And so, you didn't have any modern conveniences to help you. So, especially in Ireland, they would be like, <laughs> They leave the guys at home and they go out to the pubs and restaurants. That and must have been a hell home. of a day at the bars. Yeah, I can't even imagine. Yeah, but it's fun. it's Little Christmas. It's and like, what's the day after? It's like the day after Little Christmas passed. <laughs> yeah. It's just like a really just some hungover women. Yeah, basically. And the Amish do it as well. Yeah, but they don't go to the bars, do they? Do right, not. but they have they break loose. But the guys do the work. How do they break loose in an Amish community? No, maybe they break all the rules. They use buttons. They don't Who's care. <laughs> God. They break loose. Yeah. I yeah. like that. More women's holidays. I think we should start up that tradition here of little old women's Christmas. That yeah. it's this kind of like a ladies' day all day at bars and restaurants. Yeah. That's... And by ladies, I mean anybody who's saying they're a lady. Right. Right. <laughs> like, I don't care. We don't need to do any identification mm -hmm. process. Mm -hmm. You're just, and then you just got to get with the lady train. Yeah. And right. do your thing. Right, right. I like it. So for everyone out there who's celebrating the holidays, happy holidays. Yes, happy holidays on all the Marys. Yeah, all, all the, the Marys, happy, Happies, all that kind of stuff. Yes, to everybody. Do it up. Over the ground lies a mantle of white, a heavenly.
Thank you for listening to Hey You Know It. Stay in touch with us during the week. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Tumblr. Go to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. We'll read it on an upcoming show regardless of content. As always, we love your emails. Send us an email at heyyouknowit at gmail.com with your comments, questions, and segment ideas. Emails will also be read on upcoming shows. Please tell your friends about us because you know we don't advertise. And let them know we can be found on iTunes at stitcher.com and at heyyouknowit.com. Thanks. Play those games.